0: Hello! You are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Monday Morning Book Review. Down the Big River by Stephen Meter. A Plumfield and Paidea book review, originally published by Sarah Masarik on March 10, 2023. Quote, His over 40 books cover genres of adventure, biographical fiction, nautical historical fiction, entrepreneurial or occupational fiction, environmental fiction, sports, mystery, and war. His books were meant to educate the mind and cultivate the character, as well as entertain, which makes them books we highly recommend. End quote. Taken from the BiblioGuide's author profile of Stephen Meter. Down the Big River by Stephen Meter is a fast-moving, exciting, and wholesome historical fiction novel that blessed our morning basket for several weeks this winter. In our Forgotten Books historical fiction podcast episode at Plumfield Moms, this was Sandy Hall's selection. In that episode, both she and Tanya Arnold of BiblioGuides gave us a lot of great information about Meter and his reasons for writing these kinds of books. He is a gift to our young people. His stories are set from shore to shore across our country, celebrating America and her growth. And while we've not read them all, we feel confident in recommending any of his books. If you head over to the show notes on our website, you can find that episode if you want to listen in. In 1805, Tom Lockwood and his Quaker aunt and uncle sold their Pennsylvania home and headed west to Missouri down the big Ohio River. Tom's Uncle Ezra, a gunsmith and farmer, taught his strong and solid nephew well in the arts of hunting and shooting. Tom's parents died when he was young, and his worthy aunt and uncle were as dear to him as any parents could be. This happy family was heading west at the invitation of old neighbors who were holding a farm claim for them in the New Missouri Territory. Reasonably wealthy, the family commissioned the construction of a riverboat and hired a steersman to help them navigate the river. It is their wealth, of course, that puts a mark upon their backs and attracts river pirates. Once underway, it does not take long for the bad guys to make their move. When they do, however, they overlook the resourcefulness of Tom, his dog Cub, and his friend Andy. That resourcefulness will be tested to the full limit But it will win out in the end, and the reader is cheering loudly as it does. Quote, It was a strange mixture of good and bad that populated the West of that generation. But fortunately, for the history of our country, the evildoers lived out their wild lives and disappeared, while the true pioneer farmers handed on their tradition to big families of sons and daughters. End quote. This story, like so many of Stephen Meader's stories, is practically perfect for young readers. The language is complex and elegant. The vernacular is fun to read. The characters are so alive that they jump off the page. The description is so well-drawn that it plays like a movie in your head as you read. It is historically sound. It is patriotic. It is moral. And it is good wholesome fun. It is hard not to learn a little bit of history while chewing on your fingernails to see how Tom will overtake this pirate camp. The story, a fusion of history and literary writing, makes this book a feast. But the adventure and action make it so much fun that the readers are almost unaware that they are learning as they're reading. Best of all, Meter so respects our young readers that he's quite careful to draw heroes who are worthy models of morality and good character. While there are no real cautions to mention with this book, it may be of interest to some parents to know that there are several Native American characters. One is a friend to Tom and his friends. The others are in league with the pirates. Like nearly all of the characters in this book, they are represented a bit stereotypically. This book has been reprinted by Purple House Press and we love that edition. You can find out more about Stephen Meter and this book at biblioguides.com.